Hey, this is the last coffee house. We are talking about Sam Harris reading list. This is Letters to a Young Contrarian by Christopher Hitchens. The Hitch himself. I still remember where I was when I heard that Hitchens died. I was standing in the Portland airport. And I think I either saw it on the TV or I was checking my phone and saw it on there. And uh, it was one of the few deaths in history that actually hit me pretty hard. But this one, Letters to a Young Contrarian, is published 2001. The book is addressed to a hypothetical upcoming dissenter. I think he has a litany of names for people of this ilk. Radical, contrarian. I don't know if he used the term revolutionary, but... It feels a little like Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. It's just him expressing, this is what I've learned in my life. This is what I've learned I'm trying to impart to you. Of course, Meditations was really meaty. There was a lot to that. And it was amazing how much was in that for the time that it was written. But this one's actually really short. There aren't a whole lot of pages here. It's a series of letters. They cover different subjects. It actually contains a lot of what would end up later in God is Not Great. For instance, there's the story about his teacher talking about how green was used by God because it was pleasant to the eye, and Hitchens was like, oh, well, that's just completely backwards when he was a kid. The one about being the devil's advocate for Mother Teresa regarding her canonization or something. He was against Mother Teresa. <laughs> He did not like Mother Teresa. And he was always an early critic of the Clintons. He beat pretty much everybody to that one. He mentions throughout, he mentions other great contrarians like Zola and Parks and Orwell. He recounts a lot of his worldwide efforts. You know, he's very well-traveled and has met revolutionaries all over the world, fighting in noble causes, so he recounts that. He talks about this awkward dinner that he had with, that he was invited to by Martin Amos with Saul Bellow, where the <laughs> They got into a... Martin Amos made him promise that he would not get into an argument with Saul Bellow, but he just couldn't help himself, and then Martin Amos kicked him under the table. <laughs> He talks about humor and how important it is when it comes to getting points across or being a contrarian or making arguments. And his favorite, everybody would know, anybody who knows Hitchens or seen his work, knows his favorite word, irony. Talks about that. And there were some interesting, important sentiments that came up throughout things like challenge first that which is appealing, which should be everybody's mantra, first or second order mantra. <laughs> challenge first that which is appealing because we are built to be biased machines. So that's a good starting position when it comes to any proposition. And de omnibus dubitandum, the first thing I heard in law school, de omnibus dubitandum, doubt everything. Of course, the question then becomes, should you doubt the fact that you should doubt everything? <laughs> but still, it's, but still, it's very useful. Doubt everything, de omnibus dubitandum. We had to say it, it was, it was our mantra in law school. We had to say it over and over and over again. And one of the most motivating missives on offer was, of course, I can't remember who he was quoting here, but the grave will supply plenty of time for silence. Plenty of time to just sit quietly in the grave, so don't do it while you're alive. Some of the criticism, the progressives said it is delicious because it showcases Hitchens at his most savage and wise. The Village Voice said, Letters is a primer on how to be Christopher Hitchens. And the writer there was not being, was that Joy somebody, I think? The writer there was not praising it in that way. She was explicitly saying that's a bad thing, because it's too parochial and self-aggrandizing 
advertising and that sort of thing. And others criticized it for being contrarian for the sake of being contrarian rather than trying to find the truth. And I think it was, was it Alan Dershowitz in, in the Times or something specifically said about this that just because an opinion is unpopular doesn't mean it's correct. It's weird that guy is coming right back around. But curiously, Dershowitz had his own book in this vein that was supposed to be a letter to young lawyers or something like that. So maybe it was just competitiveness that <laughs> made him call this book out. But it seems like there was a fair bit of mixed feelings when it comes to this. I, I do understand, and just to get to my like analysis, I do understand some of the criticisms that say that this is necessarily boastful. But would you say the same thing about Marcus Aurelius? I mean, he kind of was doing the same thing, but I didn't get an ounce of boastfulness in Marcus Aurelius's meditations. Not an ounce. Uh, I do get it a little bit in... <laughs> <laughs> in letters to young contrarian but that's hitchens and i don't like it never bothered me that kind of a tone never bothered me or that kind of a setup never bothered me so and of course it's hitchens so the prose has a tremendous amount of creativity and flair love just reading it the language is so much fun to read it's very short like i said and there isn't a whole bunch of meat on it so overall, I mean, if you're going to read a Hitchens book, you're probably going to have more fun with... I can't wait. I haven't read the Orwell one. I love Orwell, so I can't wait to read it. But you're probably going to have more fun with his bigger books, his meteor stuff. This one's more like a, I'm sitting there for an afternoon in a bookstore, if bookstores still exist. And so I can just pick it up and race through it rather than spending hard-earned cash on it. Anyway, that's, that's Letters to a Young Contrarian. That's Christopher Hitchens. We've got more books coming up. More books coming up. One of the ones that I'm very much looking forward to, Farewell, A Farewell to Arms is coming up. Hemingway. I love doing Hemingway. And I'm not sure what's coming out after that. But I've got about six nonfiction books going right now. So I'm going to try to get through most of those. And they're all on super cheery subjects. You know, one of them's on suicide. So we'll see which I get done with first and make an episode of first. But otherwise, thank you so very much for listening. Much appreciated. I will see you on the next one. Okay, bye. Mm-hmm.